This is The Spot, a BYU-Idaho radio production where we talk about what you're talking about at BYU-Idaho. Today's hosts are me, McKenna Loveless, John Villarreal, Celeste Simmons. The views and opinions of this podcast are not that of BYU-Idaho radio or the university and are solely the opinions of the hosts. Today's episode, I think, is going to make us a little bit hungry. We're going to be talking about simple college meals that hopefully are healthy and cheap that we can afford because we live on a budget. So I hope that this is helpful for me, but also for all of the listeners. We were going to have a special guest today, but unfortunately she wasn't able to make it. Celeste, do you want to tell us a bit about her? Yeah, so our guest today is my younger sister, Bianca, and she unfortunately has class while we are making the podcast. <laughs> um, but I did a short little interview with her asking her about what she does because she's really good at eating healthy and staying within a budget with simple meals. So I thought she would be a good person to interview for that. So let's go ahead and listen to her. So Bianca, why... First of all, why do you like to eat healthy and eat clean? How does that help you, especially as a college student? I feel like eating healthy and just like clean makes me feel like more motivated in my day. Because if I just have like fast food at the end of the day, I feel kind of gross. And so just like preparing my own meal helps me feel more like productive and motivated. And like I'm taking care of my body, which is a good thing to prioritize especially in college because life can get so busy so just like prioritizing that healthy meal can help just motivate me throughout my day and my week and as a college student you don't have a lot of money to spend on food um, but somehow you make it work so what are some of your tips for um, buying food and staying healthy but also staying within a budget I think like planning out what meals you want to make ahead of time is important and really good. So I often go on like Pinterest and have a board of like healthy foods that I like to make. And I'll pick like two dinners and like one lunch and then maybe like two breakfasts and some snacks that I know I'm going to want to eat over the next week or two. And so I make my grocery list accordingly so I'm not overspending and I don't have ingredients that like I don't know what to make with. And also Walmart, like online shopping has really helped me a lot because oftentimes if you shop in store, you can get really distracted and just pick up things that you don't really need or that you don't know what you're going to do with. But when you plan it all out on like the website and like pre-order it, it's just like, you know what you're getting and there's no like confusion. So, yeah. And what are some of your go-to meals? My go-to meal is probably pasta salad. I just like cook the noodles and I put like any veggies I want, like cucumber, tomatoes, like you can add cilantro. And everything's like pretty affordable. Like just buy some balsamic vinegar and olive oil, you make your dressing, some salt, and you can add chicken to it or like chickpeas for protein. And I feel like for me, the hardest thing in college has been cooking for one person. Like I feel like it's hard to cook a whole meal but only have enough for like one person or maybe have like one leftover so how do you sustain your food and make it for like one meal for one person i feel like that kind of comes through trial and error like you'll make a whole bunch of food on accident or you'll make like not enough but you can always if you make too much you can use it as leftovers which is nice um but i feel like over time you kind of just know what you'll eat Okay, she talked about a lot of really good stuff. I was like, man, 
I I have like gone through the same things she has as far as like trial and error. I love that she talked about Walmart pickup, like the online shopping, because it's so true. I buy so much less whenever I just plan it out on the app. Yeah, I think that's definitely like, especially when you go shopping, they always say don't go shopping hungry. Mm-hmm. And it's good to, you know, she went a step, a, a step above and saying like, no, do online shopping that way. You know, you're not in store and get distracted like, oh, this looks nice. And you grab something that you don't need or it's not healthy. It's just a craving. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's definitely, definitely important. Yeah, I think it's really cool that they have that pickup thing. I, I didn't know about it until a few months ago and she told me about it. And it's so nice because I hate grocery shopping anyways. Like, especially at Walmart. It's just, like, not cute. Yeah. (laughs) It's not very fun for me. So, um, yeah, the online thing helps a lot because then you literally just drive up and you don't even get out of your car and they just put in your trunk. So that is, yeah, it's great because you don't have to go shopping and you save money. Yeah, you don't have to shop. I'll shop for you because I'm a personal shopper at Walmart. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Thank goodness for the personal shoppers. But I definitely use it too, so. Yeah, and it's free, (laughs) which is so awesome. Yeah, you only have to spend, like, so much, which is, like, nothing. Yeah. And you can also do delivery. I don't know if you guys have tried that. Mm -hmm. Like, for those that don't have a car, it's great because they'll literally shop for you and then bring it to your door, (laughs) which is great. She also talked about eating healthy and also cooking for one, which— that was hard for me. I f- felt like I was making like a dinner for six people <laughs> and I had so many leftovers and I would never finish them because you can only eat the same meal so many times. So that's taken a lot of practice. But I think, yeah, portion control is definitely like when you have a recipe and the recipe like maybe feeds four or five and you're trying to like calculate like, oh, well, let's see how how, how I can calculate the recipe to make it just for one or, you know, reduce the size of it. But for me, when I cook something, like my mom gives me a recipe, right? And that's like for, to feed like four or three people sometimes. Sometimes if I have a leftovers and I don't want them, um, I give them to my roommates and they're more than happy to oblige, you know? Mm-hmm. I do that too. I'll be like, hey, roommate, do you want this? And she's like, thank you. Like, I didn't have any dinner today. So she brought up a lot of great things. I don't know if you guys have any other thoughts about what she talked about. I like how she talked about prioritizing healthy eating because mm-hmm. it's so easy. Like at the end of the day, like we have class and then we have work and then we have whatever else we have to do. And then we're like, oh, like a $5 like kids meal at Freddy's. Like yeah. that just sounds so good. Like that's like my go-to. But I don't feel good after and I just feel more gross. And I don't have energy. So prioritizing healthy eating and like planning, like taking time to plan out your meals, I think is really important. And I've never done like meal prepping. I'm not like a big meal prepper, but I think... There's a difference between like meal prepping and planning your meals. Yeah, um, I'm better at planning meals than meal prepping. Have you guys ever meal prepped? I, I haven't, but um, just to touch off on that, the whole eating healthy thing, I think a lot of students, it's like a trade-off in their mind. They think, oh, well, I don't have time, so let me go to Wendy's real quick and get fast food, and I'll save time, and it'll be more efficient. But it, you eat fast food, it makes you more sluggish, more tired, more depressed, more anxious. Um and at the end of the day, health is the most important thing, you know? So, like, people stress too much about trivial things and the eternal, you know, concept of things. And it's like, it take, take some time to, you know, to eat healthy and your body will thank you and your mind will thank you and you'll do better in your grades, you know? Yeah, for sure. And going back to, like, meal prepping... I have, like, thought about doing it because I've seen other people. They're like, yeah, you should meal prep. Then you only have to cook, like, one day. But 
for me, I really like produce and like fresh food. And so for me, I don't think I would enjoy it as much. But also you have to consider you have roommates and you probably share a fridge. And that takes up a lot of your fridge and freezer is like your meals for the whole week. So I don't know. It's almost easier, I think, to just have your ingredients and just make easy meals throughout the week rather than all at once. But that's just me. But it's true, like, I definitely feel better when I eat a good meal, especially breakfast. I know some people aren't really breakfast people, but I, like, even just yesterday, I woke up feeling kind of, like, bleh. And I was like, I I feel dehydrated, and I feel like I need, like, a good breakfast. Like, not a Pop-Tart, but, like, protein or something good. So even though I was, like, starving, I'm, like, trying to cook up some, like, eggs and potatoes and stuff. So what would you guys say is your favorite type of food? Like Asian food, Mexican, Italian, um, burgers? Well, I'm Mexican, so I grew up with Mexican food. I, I was born in Texas. Um, I definitely say Mexican food is my favorite or most familiar food. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like the most common known uh, that I know about. I mean... I know a little bit about Chinese food, but I don't think it's authentic Chinese food because it's a lot of franchise American food, uh, like fast food stuff or just franchise stuff. And so Mexican would probably say my favorite. Yeah, I'd say it's a tie between Mexican and like sushi. Oh, yeah. Like I love sushi. There's actually, okay, this is kind of random. I do raw fish. <laughs> no, I was just in Utah and they have sushi burritos. So it's what? like best of both worlds. Whoa. Yeah, so if you're ever down in Salt Lake City... Get sushi burritos on 8th Street. They're so good. It's a landlocked state. I don't trust sushi from landlocked states. <laughs> That's true. I guess, yeah, the sushi, because I'm from California, the sushi in California is way better than the sushi in Rexburg, Idaho. But <laughs> that's just due to circumstances. So probably sushi or burritos, like Mexican. I mean, okay, burritos aren't, te- I know they're not technically from Mexico, but like yeah. all Mexican restaurants we'll have them. The flavor like, palette. Yeah, uh, yeah. Taco Bell, that's Mexican. Right? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I would say I really like Asian food, actually. And I know a lot of it is Americanized here, but just that flavor palette. I love the kind of the sauces are a little bit sweeter, kind of like teriyaki flavor. I love teriyaki. And then I love the variety of like, there's rice, but there's rice noodles too. And those are really good. Then there's the chow mein kind of noodles. So would that so be good. like Chinese food to be specific? I also really love Korean food, like Korean barbecue is really good. And sushi. I just made some the other day. Well, they're like California rolls because I don't know. I don't want to mess up the raw fish thing. I know you have to like freeze it and do something special, but I love it. Okay, we kind of talked about it with Bianca, but eating healthy on a budget. Let's talk about maybe some of our favorite meals. For me, um, I definitely meal plan to help, but something I really enjoy making are just like roasted veggies. So pretty much all I do, I get a couple bell peppers, like two different colors, usually yellow and orange, and then broccoli. I love roasted broccoli. It's like my favorite thing. <laughs> and then zucchini. So you just chop all those up, put it on a sheet pan, put olive oil, salt, pepper, and garlic powder. And then you just put it in the oven, bake it for a bit, roast it, and then I put it over rice. And it's so good and healthy. Yeah, mine's pretty similar. I My go-to is like rice and then whatever vegetable I have, like usually broccoli or zucchini. Or bell peppers too, like basically the same. 
And then I'll add chicken if I had chick if I have chicken or tofu. I really like oh, yeah. tofu. I and tofu lasts a long time. If you keep it right, you have to like change the water every day is what they say. Hmm. So like as often as you can, like keep it in new fresh water and like keep it in the fridge in like a container. Um, but that lasts me like a week, like a block of tofu from mm-hmm. whatever store I buy it from. Um, and it's really good and it's pretty good for you. Yeah. And it's like a decent, I don't know, it's just like a really easy protein to have. That doesn't go bad. Yeah. <laughs> Very fast. It's, uh, one meal that I always go back to is picadillo, which is a Latino uh, dish. It's, it's ground beef with uh, vegetables and um, spices. So I use, you know, ground beef that's the most lean that I can find. Uh, tomato, potatoes, onions, garlic. Um, and then I throw in like salt and uh, some of the spices I throw in as well are like paprika. Uh, some of those. And, and then my Peruvian uh, roommate actually, you know, modified the uh, recipe and added soy sauce and some other per- some other spices uh, that 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 I don't know what they are but they're really good they're really spicy but they're really good you know but that like uh with with that you can feed like you know three people or three guys you know because we eat a lot um <laughs> and also what I do is also I get like a big pot of uh beans and I just make them and I have that for like the whole week and for the whole like and I, I also tell my roommates to take some as well because I don't want them to go bad but you cook them, you make them, and, you know, pinto beans, and you throw some garlic in there, salt, and you make them, and you use them. Um, and you can use that as an accessory for different meals and add to your meals throughout the weekend. That reminds me of a sound bite that I have for us. So I used to work at a place called Love to Cook in Logan, Utah. And it's just pretty much like a cooking supply store, but they also do cooking classes which is super cool. And so I talked to the boss and I have a little soundbite from one of their Instagram posts because they'll sometimes make little videos of how to make simple meals. And they also have this series called Cheap Things Made Fancy. So they'll take like ramen and make it fancy or other really cheap, easy things. But he talks about a simple meal that his family makes frozen burritos in a way way I liked them in a way I didn't like them Um, and then we started prepping them and now I uh, we just eat our own frozen burritos and they're great and I'm gonna show you just how we prep them it's nothing amazing but it is an awesome quick meal that doesn't taste like something homogenized that comes from the freezer section so we just start out with a tortilla I usually do a smattering of beans uh, and these are like refried beans that are black Uh, the pintos work great as well Um, And then I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna put like a healthy serving of meat in. And that's usually what I wanted more of at the store was like more meat, more protein, eggs. I just scramble some eggs and then we do some canned green chilies, boom. And then we just wrap them up and uh, I usually have like a pan of about 10 and uh, then we freeze them on a sheet pan and then we'll stick them into a uh, plastic bag and that's how we store them. Those sound so good. I agree, like the ones at the store just taste a little off. <laughs> I'll get them sometimes, but yeah, something about the eggs inside or the meat inside, I'm like, hmm, tastes a little funny. <laughs> so fresh ones are nice. Yeah, that's really cool. I never thought about doing that. There's also at Costco, they have... 
I'm trying to think of the names like cilantro, lime, ranch, bean something burritos. They're really good and they lasted me. I bought them like the first week of this semester, so like a month ago, and I still have the box. I have probably like two or three a week. And those are also really good frozen, like healthier frozen food options. I think with, yeah, with like healthy eating, just listening to how your body feels after you eat something or drink something. Like I didn't even realize I was lactose intolerant until I was like 19. And I'm like, oh, that's why I feel sick all the time. It's because I'm eating things that my body can't digest well. I think it's definitely a trial and error when you figure out, like, what's making me cause this? Like you said, is it the chocolate chip in the cookies? Is it the sugar? No, it's the butter. It's the lactose. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, that makes sense. And then you start re- remembering all their experiences. Like, that makes sense that after I, you know, so much milk and lactose, you know, I went to the bathroom or whatever, mm-hmm. or my stomach was cramping or whatever. Yeah. So... And Celeste, I believe your sister is trying to be gluten-free. Is that right? Yeah. So she always dealt with like stomach issues and then she went to the doctor and they basically told her to go gluten-free for a while and see if that helps her. And it has been helping her. Um, So yeah, she told me a little bit about her experience with that and how she's changed her diet to become gluten-free. Cool. Well, let's listen to that. And so Bianca recently found out that she needs to start eating gluten-free. And so I want to ask her a little bit about that. How have you been able to sustain living a gluten-free lifestyle while being here at college? I think just like figuring out what is gluten-free. And so I feel like the basics like to stick to that is just like whole foods like fruits and veggies don't have any gluten so you can eat those. And like chicken doesn't have gluten so you can eat that. And so just like finding out what ingredients I'm able to eat and just incorporating those into each other. Is there any food that you found that you weren't expecting um, to have gluten that's been hard to cut out of your diet? Um, I think, like, just things I didn't, like, expect because, like, so many things do, just, like, pretzels. Like, if I wanted a snack, like, pretzels have gluten and just, like, chicken nuggets, too. Like, at Chick-fil-A, that's breaded with the gluten. I didn't know that, so that's just kind of been a hard adjustment. Mm-hmm. And what tips or advice do you have to students who need to be gluten-free or want to go gluten-free? I think just look up recipes that are gluten-free. There's like a lot out there that isn't hard to make. And a lot of places have gluten-free options that you wouldn't even realize. So like don't lose hope if your favorite snack or meal has gluten in it because there's probably a gluten-free option. And what's been your favorite gluten-free meal or dessert that you've had so far? that you've made that I've made okay I haven't made it yet but I just got gluten-free brownie mix and we've also made gluten-free cupcakes that were really good and it was like the same price as regular cupcakes so that was very good okay those sound good yeah I I really liked how uh, she said like a lot of the places that you already love have sometimes have the option for gluten-free so don't give up hope and also they don't and she said that she made cupcakes and she bought gluten-free cupcakes and they were still the same price. So she didn't have to mm-hmm. sacrifice, you know, price for, you know, her diet and for her health needs. So that, that's, that's great. Yeah, I'm glad that there are more options now than there used to be for like gluten-free or dairy-free or whatever it is. I know my mom 
should be <laughs> gluten-free, but she, it's just hard. It is a really hard diet to adjust to. It doesn't quite taste as good all the time, but I'm glad like your sister found cupcakes that tasted really good, even though they were gluten-free. So that's, e- that's yeah, helpful. E- even the sacrament now is like a, they offer like gluten-free crackers yeah. and stuff like that to help those who uh, have those uh, intolerances, intolerances to gluten. I've even been to wards where they have all the sacrament gluten-free so that no one has to worry. Yeah, Cause it's easier. I, I don't know how many times I see it's like in a little sacrament cup. They'll put like a Chex yeah. in it, but it falls into the bread. I'm like cross-contamination, you know? <laughs> I I just want to... I just want to uh, when she said when they, and she said like to look up recipes. I think another good way to find food that is um, that you can eat, you know, that's that according to your health needs, is to join communities like and groups that have the same needs that you do, and then y'all can share ideas and they'll share the same struggle. Like yeah, you should, but you should check out this website and this food and this these these services and stuff like that. And then they'll lead you to find those options. That that way you can still enjoy the same food, but with a healthier, more customized fit towards your lifestyle needs. Yeah, I did find like when I lived in California, because there were so many vegan options, they were also dairy-free because they don't eat cheese or milk or anything. So I was able to find so many more options that were just like more clearly set on a display in the store than maybe other communities I've lived in. So I'm like, oh, I didn't realize there were all these options. So I agree, like living within a community or finding even like maybe Facebook groups or other groups of people that share those health diets that you do. It can be really helpful. I believe we have a trivia game. Yeah, it's a a small, short little trivia game just uh, for fun fun fact food trivia game. It's just a few uh, questions. So... Um, there are multiple choice. The first question is, what is Americans, so this is national, Americans' favorite type of ethnic food? A, Mexican, B, Chinese, C, Thai, or D, Italian? Oh, it's got to be between Italian and Mexican. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. People love their pasta, but yeah. I feel like... I want to say Mexican, but I feel like that might just be because I've always lived on the West Coast. Mm. And that's like closer to Mexico. And so it's like more authentic Mexican food. Mm-hmm. So final answer? I'm going to go with Mexican. Okay, I'll go with Mexican too. So Mexican was close, but Ooh. that's second place. What's first? Chinese is first place. Oh, really? really? So according to Google like trends and data, uh, Mexican food is like one of the biggest popular foods in like 27 states. But when it comes to like Chinese food, like consumption and cooking and I guess convenience, mm. it's much more popular and much more um, consumed. Um, Rice overall. and chicken even you could probably tie to. Yeah. And it w- w- I don't know how general the uh, the, the categories of like Mexico, what, what is Mexican and what is mm-hmm. Chinese when they when they came up with the data. But Chinese is first place. Yeah. Mm, then, interesting. Chinese is good. Okay. Yeah. So number two is according <coughs> according to... To online stats and surveys, what is the most popular food consumed by college students? A. Hot Pockets. Two. Pizza. Three. Hamburgers. Or four. Fried frozen chicken. Fried frozen chicken. I don't know why. I just feel like, ah, that's so hard. I was going to say ramen, but that's not an option. So probably I'll go with the chicken. 
Either that or Hot Pockets. So you're both wrong. It's pizza. <laughs> no. And it's, you know, so just, it's, yeah, pizza, they eat a lot of pizza. Really? And it, it reminds me, because here in Rexburg, we thought we got the Little Caesars. Yeah. And that place is always booming. You know, people go in there, get their hot and ready and stuff like that. Yeah, and so it's much more, it's much more, it's cheap, it's convenient. So according, it it, this was like a, cheap, this guess. was like a 2021 survey. So, you know, yeah, things yeah, might have changed in the last two years, but. Uh, but pizza. it's probably pretty close. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do like pizza. And this is uh this is number three. How many campus restaurants are at the crossroads? And this is oh. including the first and second floor. Hint, oh. I'm also this is also including the MC market. So okay. the, the the first uh choice is twelve, fifteen, eighteen, or eleven. Oh. And this is based off the website, like the BYUI website and what okay. they say is their vendors are and everything. That's a good question. For the crossroads. So 12, I'm going to say 12. 15, 18, 11. I'm going to say, wait, was 11 an option? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with the 11. Uh, I feel like I'm missing one. What yeah. were the options again? <laughs> so 12, how many campus restaurants are at the crossroads? And uh-huh. this is includes the first and second floor. Okay. 12, 15, 18, and 11. 12. Restaurants slash vendors, you know. Oh, maybe 11 then, if it's just the crossroads. Well, and yeah. the MC Market, right? Oh, okay, 12. Uh, yeah, yeah, the MC Market. <laughs> and then there's that other place downstairs. That little cafe. Sol, Solil or whatever Yeah. Mm-hmm. 12. 12. So the correct answer is 18. What? Oh, there's so that many? We got all yeah, so wrong. it's like restaurants wow. slash vendors. Um, so, yeah, so the MC, they include the MC Market and then that little Soleil place uh-huh, yeah. that has, like, smoothies and, and yeah. crepes and stuff like that. cafe kind of style food. Yeah, and then um, up, upstairs is where the main ones are, but there's a bunch of them, I guess. But on the website, I counted 18. Wow. I didn't realize there was In person, many. yeah. Huh. I mean, there are, it looks like one restaurant, but then it'll be two. Yeah, You know, they use true. the same foods, but just like different sauce. I know yeah. there's like Mexican, and I think they share with oh, another. Like the Asian. Yeah. Not all of them are open at the same time too, but they're there, mm, you know? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Good to know. 18. And our final question, what energy drink is most consumed energy drink in Rexburg? And this is according to Walmart information stats like what is the energy that is sold more according to the vendors um so the first uh uh um choice is monster red bull bang or rain i'm gonna say monster yeah my gut wants to go with monster sure about that no (laughs) so what's your final final answer i actually want to change it to red bull okay red bull and (laughs) monster Monster was right. Yeah. <laughs> he made you second I guess. myself out. Yeah. That was a good one. Those were good questions. Yeah. Good to know that we have so many options at the crossroads. Yeah. And they're like pretty healthy too. Yeah. Like yeah. just nice light meals. So yeah, they're pretty good. And pretty cheap. You can get like a Cafe Rio type of meal for like the six salad, bucks. Yeah. yeah. Super good. You've been listening to The Spot, a production of BYU-Idaho Radio. Today's hosts were me, McKenna Loveless. John Villarreal. Celeste Simmons. The views and opinions of this podcast are not that of BYU-Idaho Radio or the university and are solely the opinions of the hosts. This episode was edited by Celeste Simmons and me, McKenna Loveless. Producers were the hosts with supervision by Brandon Isle. 
Our theme music is Finding Happiness by DJ Quads and The Perpetual Taking of Time by Artificial Music. To listen to more episodes of The Spot, like and follow us on social media or visit our website, byui.edu radio and click podcasts. Be sure to subscribe to the BYU Idaho Radio podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. And also leave a review of the show and leave a comment on what we should talk about next.